Hi, good morning. So it's quarter past nine on Wednesday, the 14th of February, 2018. Happy Valentine's Day, if you do that sort of thing. Um, hope you're doing really well today. It's another sunny, not blue sky, but sunny day here. Um, yesterday, I, uh, by the time it got to time for me to want to record a segment, I was so knackered that um, I thought I'd just do it in, do it in the morning instead. Um, as expected, yesterday, thankfully, was a day at home trying to catch up on bits and pieces on the computer um, you know I've mentioned that we've got our investment round open and so there's always some things that crop up in that regard that have to shoot to the top of the priority list um, managed to record a physiotherapy podcast episode with Kim we're probably managing one maybe two a week at the moment but it's better than nothing and um, you know we keep keep them trickling out so that's good um, I was supposed to have a chat with my good friend who I mentioned before that he was a vet and he's become a doctor um, but he managed to lock himself out of the house when he was taking their dog for a walk um, which did make me think I'm sure he's not the only person to have done that um, I know when I used to have Max it was always a matter of double checking that I actually had the house keys um, and I'm sure there are some other solutions more technologically savvy solutions to avoid locking yourself out of the house especially as time goes on and we get the internet of things and all that. But um, anyway, so that call didn't quite happen, sadly, but um, hopefully he and I will connect later in the week. We actually both have our birthdays within six days of each other. Um, so we always end up having a catch up around this time of the year. Um, today we'll go to the gym and then, yeah, do some more work on the computer, try and make some more progress in various things. Um, looking in particular to take some steps forward on the recruitment front today. Um, it's easy for that stuff to sort of, in the middle of all the other to-do things, you know, not to necessarily get prioritized, but it needs to be, so um, I will do that. I wanted to just um, mention briefly, you know, I had uh, some news yesterday about somebody in my family who's having some uh, marriage problems at the moment and they've got two children. Um, I'm not gonna go into the detail of it all, but um, you know, it, it is obviously a very difficult and sad situation and it kind of made me think about this whole thesis that I'm always talking about on this podcast of trying to develop yourself in a way where you start to learn to become detached um, and an observer and the witness of the things that are going on around you and happening to you but not you know um, accumulating those things and assimilating them and becoming emotionally invested in them and you know, um, a lot of that's about mitigating suffering, right? If you can have that level of detachment, then you won't be pained and you won't be suffering. Um, but obviously, it's one thing to talk about those things in the context of entrepreneurship and business and, you know, those investments and other things that one might be pursuing in that regard. But then, of course, you know, you could argue that it's a whole other level when you're talking about personal relationships. Um, and how one deals with that. Similar to grief, for example, you know, I mean, it, it is a sort of grieving experience, but you know, if, if you lose somebody that's close to you, or, you know, when Max died, for example, what are your responses to those personal situations as well? And, you know, if you, if someone could say, well, if you're arguing, you should be detached all over the place, then maybe you could also say, well, then you don't really enjoy anything when you don't love people and things like that. So, 
I think um, most most people will have some extent, to some extent, will have some level of emotional investment um, in things. But obviously, I always try to encourage people to learn to develop themselves, to have this ability to be more detached. Um, and this sort of situation that this individual is going through, I mean, he, you know, they are um, pretty aware of these kinds of concepts and principles, and you know, when talking to them that certainly came across but obviously it's still an incredibly difficult time and you know it's sort of like you don't want to I don't know what my response would be in that situation I think I know what it would be but I don't know for sure and as I said you know these sort of personal intimate things are different to some of those uh, you know more materialistic type of things um, so yeah you know but, but I still think one needs to go on this development journey because I do think it puts you in a better position to handle everything that's going to happen to you in your life um, be it of a personal nature or, you know, grieving or business. Um, anyway, so cool. Right, I'm going to get on with some stuff. I will catch you again later on in the day. Cheers. Bye-bye. Hello, so um, I thought I'd break with the routine and do a segment now, which is um, 7.53, still Thursday the 14th. No, it's not. <laughs> it's Wednesday the 14th of February 2018. I hope you've had a great day. So whereas this morning I said, oh, the sun's shining. Ever since then, today has turned into um, wet, windy, dark <laughs> day. Sort of day that... Uh, you might quite like to be under the duvet with a warm drink and a book or something like that, but um, hey. We went to the gym today, that was very good. I'm trying to mix things up a little bit at the gym as well, you know, so you don't get too uh, into too much of a routine of doing the same thing, so lots of different exercises and changed up the weights and that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, the rest of the day was as planned really. Um, started on my uh, recruitment journey um I, i've said before you know there's been a number of people that have been interested in working at the ralph for a variably long period of time but obviously in, you know we didn't really have enough certainty to be able to be sort of progressing those conversations and hopefully bringing at least some of them to a conclusion um but i sort of feel like we are there now really in terms of having that level of certainty so it's time to get uh, get serious if you like about those things um, and of course I've always said and I absolutely intend to stick to this that you know we are recruiting for culture um, we're recruiting for attitude um, you know plentiful people are specialists um, but not all specialists will suit the Ralph and part of the challenge is to try and get as many of those people together, the right people, in air quotes, uh, together, and especially at the outset, you know, because obviously the founding team is going to be so important to the future success. It's much better to get things right at the beginning than it is to try and fix them retrospectively. And we're putting a lot of work into this, and I've talked about this before a lot, but, um, you know, and I've taken it upon myself, and I think it's entirely right to be the driver of the recruitment and to ultimately make 
most of the pre-launch recruitment decisions not entirely on my own some of them I will some of them others will be involved but and that's got nothing to do with being a megalomaniac or a control freak or any of those kinds of things it has to do with taking the responsibility of trying to get the right decisions um, my recruitment process is very much about meeting people informally talking at length about what they're looking for what the Ralph is aiming to achieve you know their previous experiences and that sort of thing it's not a panel interview with a series of prepared questions uh, it's not a personality analysis test many um, of those things I I don't say that with skepticism or cynicism insofar as I don't have the evidence to back that up it's just not how I intend for us to do things um, for as long as I have the ability for it to remain that way so you know it's going to be different in some regards um, but really it's all about the culture and if if I can get the vibe that you fit or you're likely to fit with the culture that we've got at the Ralph then that's really the main hurdle obviously you have to have the skill and the experience to do the role specialists need to be board certified diplomats um, but you know it's not all about years of qualification and experience and letters after your name some of that is um, a given to a degree but there's a huge scope here because I'm really focused on recruiting for culture um, which not everyone does right and obviously I say all of this predicated on the basis that I believe I'll have the ability to choose um, that may also not turn out to be true and might you know have to make some hard choices in that regard but um, yeah so you know that process has begun and uh, it's funny really it's almost four years coming up to four years since I first thought about doing the Ralph um, so it's good to be taking things to the next step and um, lots of little things are happening that are pushing everything you know in that direction so all good really um, I just want to go back and talk about this recruitment thing um, but I will do that after the break I think so I will catch you in a sec So yeah, I just wanted to pick up again on my point about recruiting for culture because, you know, a lot of these things um, have come out of me, as in this is what I think we should be doing. But I have never gone to, you know, recruitment school or any of this sort of stuff. So I'm always interested when I do come across other people that are talking about these things because you very quickly realize that you're not really reinventing any kind of wheel, but what you are doing maybe is adding something different to the veterinary sector because um, a lot of the things that I've always thought about what we should be doing at the Ralph from a culture and values point of view and many many other initiatives you know you find that these sort of concepts exist in many places um, it's just the veterinary sector has not been very good at most of these things or hasn't really understood or adopted or embraced them I'm sure in, in time goes on more and more places will and certainly in the last four years I started noticing that a lot more people are talking about a lot of the things that were in my original business plan back in 2014. Um, but you know, so this whole thing about I as the CEO and the founder, I think I should be doing the recruitment, um, taking on that responsibility, but also who could be better placed to know what it is we're looking for, right? And it's not a control freak thing, it's just who could be better placed to know what we're looking for. Um, you know, and 
that I think that's something that I should have responsibility for for a long time, right? Probably not forever because obviously I've got other things that I'll be doing and at some point, um, you know, you have enough people that also totally understand what it is that you're trying to do and it's not down to you anymore. I know that I will make mistakes and I will recruit some people that don't work out well, but that's any, that happens anyway. Um, I've heard so many people talk about recruitment and how, you know, irrespective of what they've tried to do, they have recruited some people that did not work out. And so, you know, that's sort of this whole thing about where well, you can put all the systems and so forth that you want in place for recruitment, but ultimately you're going to recruit some people that don't work out, you know. Um, so I'm pretty comfortable with that. As I've always said, those things don't bother me because they're just how they, how they are and you just have to roll with them. Um, you know, and so I was listening to the other day to actually the founder of a tool that I've been using with Rue and Stacy, um, you know, around checking in with your team regularly and getting feedback from people and having this sort of open and regular communication. It's a great tool, software solution um, that facilitates part of our culture and these are the kinds of things that one needs to do if one is to actually you know uh, walk the walk not just talk the talk but I was listening to the founder of that tool and you know what they do in their company to to do um, to have this intense focus on culture and values and so on and of course the flip side of this is it's not a it's not like you're trading off productivity and profit and so on by doing that because actually there's a lot of data around that suggests that companies that have this great focus on culture and values and well-being and, and, and those sorts of things actually do better um, commercially as well. But this guy was basically saying, you know, a lot of the things that I talk about and I've just said to you, you know, in terms of he, he's the CEO and he recruits for culture and so do many other people. Um, some of the initiatives he was talking about that they do were similar things that we've got planned. So, you know, it's it's not like we're reinventing the wheel, the wheel really. We're just bringing a lot of these things together into one place. As I say, what's fascinating to me is that I didn't go out researching what people do and then say, let's put this in the Ralph. It's stuff that's come out from me and then subsequently from Rue and Stacy and other members of the team and the culture group that we've had for a while and so forth and you know it's um, interesting therefore to see when you hear other people in other sectors talking about these things and uh, yeah I mean we will um, you know I've always wanted the Ralph to be this kind of bastion of you know we bring all these different things together across clinical and non-clinical and commercial practices and cultural practices and just everything together in a sort of dynamic value-driven, compassion-focused, happy uh, team place, you know. Um, that's what we're doing, and we carry on, <laughs> you know. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to share some thoughts with you, really, because it's been a, an interesting journey for me to see these things and get to know where the stuff is coming from inside of me that I'm not really sure, but I'm in the flow, and it just comes out, and we do it, and, you know, it's all good. <laughs> Anyway, look, I'll catch you again tomorrow, so in the meantime, take chances and be compassionate, live in a beautiful state, have an open heart and an open mind.